0: Welcome
1: to the Pantheon Plus Rewind. Hello, welcome to episode 22 of the Rewind. If you enjoy a conversation about Pantheon Rise of the Fallen, the upcoming MMORPG by Visionary Realms, you've definitely come to the right place. So on the show, we'll recap what was a pretty interesting week in official news and changes when it comes to Pantheon. So we're going to check out some community conversations like we always do. And of course, let you know what's going on in our little corner of the Pantheon world. But before we get to all that, we do have to check in with my amazing co-host, Minus. So how are you doing and what's new with you, man? Minus, hey, what's up, man? Are you there?
0: No, 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 no more. No more class videos, Joppa. No more class videos,
1: please. Uh, Dude, dude, it's not Joppa. It's me, Theric.
0: Oh, geez. Sorry about that, man. I must have dozed off. And I'm sweaty. Why am I so sweaty? I must have been having a nightmare or something.
1: Sure. You're up for this to show, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. Let's do this.
0: This week in visionary realms, news and notes. All right. So we start all the time in VR, in social media, and Kilson actually started off social media uh, by giving more life to the topic that Joppa had started the week before and discussing like what elements are critical for the new player experience um, and that was a topic, Derek, that we discussed at length uh, last week. Yeah. So we're not going to go back into that and, and be repetitive in back-to-back weeks like that. So if you want to join in on the conversation deeper, they did link a forum post where more conversations being had about it. And you can check out last week's episode of The Rewind, where we really digged into the community feedback on that. So yeah. now the reason for the skit at the beginning there is the new website <laughs> launched on August 30th, something. I mean, how long has it been since that website's been updated? Like what, 2018, all the class pages were put in and it hasn't really been touched since?
1: That, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. That was the last major update, I think. So it's, uh, it's a long time coming.
0: Yeah. And people were really clamoring for this and, and you knew that even when they put it together, there was still going to be a lot of complaints, but uh, people were clamoring. It, it is up, <laughs> right? So um, What I want to do is just kind of go through some bullet points about this, uh, some stuff like if you haven't been following Pantheon super close or you just kind of check in on videos and stuff like that. And the website wasn't something you've gone to very much. Um, so this this uh, VR News and Notes is going to highlight this launch of the new website that debuted last Sunday in reverse of how we typically do it. So I wanted to take some time to highlight some things here with you. And then what we'll do is we'll actually it's part of the Twitter post as well. So I figured me and you can go through, talk about some things about it. Then we'll we'll look at the community reaction after if you're cool with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Okay.
0: So first, it's important to note that the full website launch is actually being planned in phases. So um, if you see something that's missing, like, uh, Derek, like lore, for example.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where did that happen? What happened to the lore? Where did it go?
0: I <laughs> uh, just know it is coming. They've already openly said, like, it's coming in a different phase. You'll see the lore coming uh, onto the site. Uh, so for those of you that may be turned off by some of this phase approach, uh, considering how long it took like VR to remake the website or update it in, in general, don't worry. Uh, the new website is much easier for them to update. And VR has already shown this by already doing some uh, changes and bug fixes pretty quickly that have been brought up in feedback. So don't worry about, oh, it took them this long to make the page. How long are these phases going to be? I think it'll be a lot quicker than, than most of us are uh, thinking or maybe worried about
1: that was one of the reasons they wanted to do a new website was because the old one they said was super hard to update just the way that it was created. Initially, it was very difficult to put new things on and to change things around. So I think, you know, with this new site, they've got the ability to make pretty quick changes. Yeah.
0: So the class pages, um, is where my, my focus has been personally, um, ridiculously, um, (laughs) we've been doing pretty extensive research and, uh, on like kind of trying to look at these class pages. And I think that it's probably one of the most misunderstood parts of the site. Um, And in our videos, we're like really trying to explain that these are not finalized lists. The biggest takeaway I've personally had is looking at how the abilities we do see have been reworked. So the reason we really focus on highlighting what is missing here is so that we could go back easily and sort of look at these details as new abilities are released. Like if something new is added to the site, is it new? Is it a change from an old ability? And obviously without these videos or the the pieces of content we have, we wouldn't really have a point of reference, right? Uh, because it's gone. The old website's gone. There's no going back to the old website. Um, so this gives us sort of a point of reference when we're doing these digs and showing what was removed. It's not to say these things are gone forever. So
1: that's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really interesting to compare. Just, just as a general overall, list. Cause you know, some of that information, you know, we, we have screenshots, we have pictures or whatever. And when you go through and you compare, I mean, that's, that's, what's really interesting about this is because you see like the, the evolution of it. Right.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, this game's in pre-alpha, so a lot's being built. Right. And, like, that's the one thing everybody has to understand is it's, it's, there's still building to be done. That's why it's in pre-alpha. If there wasn't still building and there still wasn't tuning and there wasn't changes, we'd be in alpha or we'd be in beta. Um, we're exactly where we should be in pre-alpha and doing what we should be doing in pre-alpha, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's important. There's there's like four points I just want to make about these videos and about this part of the website. First, the overall point of the website is so someone can discover Pantheon. You need to look at it through that lens, right, Theric? Like if if we meet a friend and we're like, you got to check this game out. Sending them to the old website was strange because it was so out of date. Like you couldn't have a conversation with them that was current. So it's yeah. it's important that like people like us or, or or like the hardcore fans that really follow this game a lot. Like yes, there's a lot for us to digest, but we're gonna do that. Then we're gonna move forward. This is really for the new discoverer, and I think it's important that we look at the these class pages or the overall site as sort of that discovery piece. Do you agree with well, that? The, yeah. I
1: do. A lot of the things on the old page was that. They were outdated. Like you'd see screenshots from 2017, you know, and they weren't, some of the stuff, that was the most current stuff. And it gives the wrong impression, you know, if somebody goes to the site and they just, they don't look to, you know, look you had to go to the news basically, to the news section to see, you know, maybe the most current thing. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't go there, you looked in other places, you'd think, oh, the game's not, they must've stopped production. Maybe they're not developing anymore. Maybe they've just sort of, it's just sort of faded away. So it's really important to have, a page that shows you're active, you're vibrant, you're, you know, you're still in development. So I think that is accomplished here. Yeah.
0: The second point that's really important and, and I'm repeating this a lot, but this is so important. Uh, class pages are being cleaned up a lot, right? So they're getting rid of a lot of needless verbiage. There are spells that were like, or abilities that were so <laughs> long and wordy for no reason. And it's so wordy sometimes it even makes sense. So yeah. a lot of the changes are cleanup and and they're also trying to paint a strong picture of like what the class's main role is. You know, on the old site, like every class was listed as utility. So if every class is listed as utility, why are they listed as utility at all?
1: Right. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, one of the things I think I noticed in, in reading the old descriptions of the skills and stuff like that, you can tell that whoever it was, whether it's Brad or whoever it was that came up with them, they were very theoretical. In their design like some of them <laughs> you read them and i think it's pretty clear and pretty safe to say they weren't ever really considered in terms of a practical way like can we actually program this kind of way you know yeah. they were very high like, you know pie in the sky very high ideas um and and i think that they definitely had to be refined I mean, I mean from this perspective i see these changes definitely as like a refinement of the original ideas for a lot of these abilities into a much more realistic form
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the big thing is, is if a new discoverer is coming to the website and they want to know who the tanks are, the less cloudy that is, the better. Right.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: And the big thing, too, is, is, you know, one of the tenets of the game is that the the classes are unique. Right. So, you know, they have defined roles. Um, So cleaning that up, in my opinion, really aligns with what this game should be. And I think it paints a better picture for people. My my personal opinion on that. So I think Yeah, I would agree, too. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that here in a second. There's it's not perfect, but that's what they're trying to do. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna say this for the four hundredth time and I'll probably say it again. The spell lists are not complete. <laughs> like <laughs> just because we made a video that said this was removed, it was removed from the site. It's not removed from the game. And I've I tried to be very clear and say that a hundred times in every video, but there's still people who are kind of confusing that, and I get it, but don't worry they're they're not complete lists at the bottom of each spell list you're going to see it just says you know not a full list
1: yeah, I am curious about what the criteria was for them to pick those as sort of the featured abilities you know I think that there's some Interesting choices.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and we'll get into that here in a minute. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually curious to hear your points on that. And and the last point is, is these are evolving, right? Like as they release more about classes, you're going to see these expand. You're going to see spells release. It's kind of because they can update the site easier. Now you're going to see this evolution and excitement. And, and we might even have like a content release where, you know, on this day, we're going to reveal this on the Paladin or whatever. And, right. and that's kind of cool. It's, it's fun moments again about class reveals, which is is a big draw for for new people discovering the game or even us veterans like getting excited. So that's uh, it's going to evolve, remember that. That's important. So yeah. Now, with that said, because I've spent I don't even know how many hours, a minimum of 3 <laughs> hours per video. We've done 10 videos, so let's say 30 to 60 hours I've spent digging through these um pages this week alone. Um Yeah,
1: you weren't busy. You weren't busy. You got <sighs> nothing else
0: to do, right? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so like if the goal is to refine and paint a proper picture for the roles of each class, this is not equal across the board right now. And I'm not trying to be super critical. I'm really not, because it's it's a couple complaints out of a, a very well done overall. So it, it's close, like the, the classes are close, but there's a couple standouts for me. First, I think the paladin is like the the featured abilities they pick for paladin are so heavy on healing, and, and it's listed as tanking. And I it, it feel like the physical side of it and the tanking side of it is is really lacking from the spell description. Now, I'm not trying to. I'm not being very critical. This is a very slight complaint. Don't don't overread this. But I would have liked to see more tank focus on that page. I think the the saving grace for that and why I say it's such a slight issue is because I think that most people who've ever played a fantasy game. Will understand that when they see the word tank and paladin, sort of what the class is going to be like anyway. And so, like, I'm not extremely critical on the paladin page because of that. It's just a slight complaint. I would like to see more, you know, tank than healing. Uh, am I crazy there? Like, what do you think? No,
1: no, no. I, I agree with you too. I'm, um, you know, I look more closely at some of the other classes, obviously, and and I can say, like, you know, when when you're listed as as a damage class, um, you know, you really want to. F- have those abilities featured and i think that there are a couple classes where that is their role but the but the damage abilities aren't necessarily like some of the best ones Mm -hmm. or maybe some of the defining ones aren't listed you know and i'm gonna i have to bring it up but i have to you know say you know rangers like tracking tracking's not listed anymore and (laughs) i find that very strange it's a you know it's a in eq it was part of the ranger you know Set that made them very fun to play for me. And um, so I'm personally sort of hoping that's just one of those things that just didn't make the cut for whatever reason. Um, you know, it's like an enchanters got the change with um, you know, mesmerized became known as fascinate, but it, imagine if that wasn't on there, it'd be kind of strange, right? So yeah, well, that's like
0: enchanters don't have charm, right? I mean, we know charm's gonna be in because Jap has talked about it. So yes. for like enchanter fans, like if you're upset and you're like, where's charm? Don't it's it's been said on live stream how that's going to work uh so charms it just because it's not on that site and that's another whole point of like if it's not on the site doesn't mean it's not there it's just not revealed completely maybe it's not properly named or there's a slight little thing they want to change about it that could play into it or maybe they just want to reveal it later
1: now yeah Yeah, i mean you know leaving leaving things to be excited about is part of their mo (laughs) you know (laughs) they know not revealing too much is is one of their strategies and i'm okay with that that's fine um you know just 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 one of those little things you notice.
0: Yeah, and, and I would guess tracking is going to be there because if not, I don't know how how you're going to play. So um <laughs> the um so there's there's one thing I do want to say. So a slight slight little issue with the Paladin page. I'm really critical of the Druid page, and um like it actually caught some people off guard because you know you know me, I'm not going to try to be critical, but if it's important and I think it's something that's going to help the community, then I'll be critical. And like so. <laughs> I'm just so confused by the Druid page. I, and, and there's probably people out there that are like, oh, Minus is complaining about the Druid because he hates the class. Okay, listen, true. I don't like the class. It has nothing to do with my complaint. If anything, I want to see it <laughs> properly represented. So, so here's, as far as we knew it, the Druid is a healing class which is heavily reliant on Herode, which is their spirit follower. That's everything we know. The player will That's have right. to manage Herode's positioning, focus, abilities while providing healing and utility to the group. And healing through Herodes. It's, it's like, it is the whole essence yeah. of playing a druid, right? So Absolutely. here's here's the big problem I have with the page. The picture of the druid has Herode on its shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's people like, maybe they took it out. It's it's There's a picture of them. <laughs> like they didn't take <laughs> it there. out. It's Yeah. And then the other part of it is there's two abilities that are the Herode abilities from previously. So they say Herode whatever, right? So mm-hmm. it's there. Herode is definitely there. There's a lot of people saying, well, maybe they took it out. It, it, no, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to stand. I, I really believe Herode is still there. So yeah. a, a new player who comes in and looks at the Druid who hasn't been here. And again, I, I've talked to a ton of people. And sometimes this is difficult for some of our hardcore community people, like people who've been following Pantheon forever. They don't want to look at it through any perspective, but their own. And that's fine. I'm not not a knock on them. But when you step out and you say for the new player, when they come look at a Druid, They have no idea that the Druid is a pet healing class. None.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's tricky. Um, And, you know, Heroday as a, as a part of the lore is pretty essential to the halfling race. You know, when I first saw that, when I saw your video and you, you know, the the comments you said on there and the ones you just said now, you know, I kind of thought maybe they, maybe they decided that it was too connected to the halfling race because that's what Heroday is. it's a, it's a projection of one of their wards um which is basically their their pantheon of deities mm. um so i thought maybe that's what they were doing but then again like you said it is the picture is still there and it is mentioned in a couple places it's just not it's not explained you know and literally like
0: it's i'm not saying like redo the whole page like in the top where it describes the the uh druid like the little short paragraphs just put a three-line couple sentences about Herode and you're done and everything works. Like that's, it's a super easy fix, but I think it's really important because yeah. a pet healing class is not a common thing. You know, they have it in final fantasy 14. It's in a couple other games, but I just think like, number one, there's a lot of pet fans out there. I'm not one of them, but there's a lot of pet fans out there. So number one, that's going to be a major draw to people who are into pet classes like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, you're, this is not going to play like a druid from, from EQ. So it reads a little more like a druid from EQ than this newer reimagined druid from Pantheon. So I just think it's an important thing to do to make that fix. And, and that's really it. Like I'm really positive about most of the other class pages almost in their entirety. There's a couple little things here and there, but I'm like Rogue. I'm thrilled with. I thought Rogue was great. I think Warrior looks great. Um, again, mm. most of them look phenomenal and it, that one just stands out. That's the only one.
1: And the community feedback that I've seen has been pretty positive. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't seen anybody say this ruins my class that I really wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of that. So, and anybody congrats. who does
0: say that, Derek, and you guys are all entitled to your opinion. I would never tell you anything, but I think you're you're saying, oh no, my, my abilities have been removed, or I've been, they are again, you know, they've not been whatever. removed. They're not nerfed, yeah. they're not removed, they're just not revealed yet.
1: So, Yeah. Yeah, I know. And you seriously, like you got to understand, like you said, it's, it's a developmental process. It's an evolution and it's where, it's where the game is at in development. So is the website, right? So before we move on there's I have one more small complaint. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the FAQ was there when they redid the website, it was up and then they, they, they removed it because I think some old information sort of got through. I think Basgram pointed it out. Mm -hmm. There was some old information and then it came back. So I was very happy to see that, but both times when I went through it, um, in the old FAQ, there was mention right up front, and I think this is something new players look for when they come to the site: is they're looking at the the revenue model, right? They want to know: is this a subscription-based game? Is this free to play? Is like what's going on here? That's not in the FAQ. I think that's really, really important that that's in the FAQ, um, and it's it's not there right now. So I hopefully it's just an oversight, and I'm you know that's I want to I don't want to read too much into it. I don't want to like you know open any kind of can of worms or anything like that. But I'm just <laughs> sort of like. Put that back in there because that's what the last thing came, we want.
0: Yeah, the last thing we want is people to think all of a sudden this game is going to go free to play. It's like no, and yeah, guys, you know. And that please, it's exactly. not. We don't. It is not. There's nothing that makes me believe it's going to be. The last <laughs> thing I need is on Twitter. Oh, minus said Pantheon's going free to play. It's not no. going free to play. Um, it's well, that, it's <laughs> just put it in there so we feel better and so people who don't know know that.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. It's one of the. It's one of the things people look for. That's all I'm saying. And it yeah. just needs to be there. So.
0: So one of the things, this was a great point. Someone else brought this up. I'm not taking credit for it, but some of the people are pretty upset that you can't see newsletters. I think it's prior to that, to like April, 2020.
1: Yeah, there's only um, like four of them on there. Yeah,
0: so I, I think, personally, my feeling is like, this is going to be fixed. Now, I can't confirm that 100%, but here's, and this was a point made. It's a perfect point. It would be really sad if they just wanted to have current newsletters that align with the current flow because the thing that they'll lose in doing that is some of the great, theory and excitement from brad that kind of made this all happen and i think having that there is mm-hmm. it's it's just good feels i don't know
1: no i 100 agree with you and the other thing there's a lot of stuff in those newsletters that are like the lord's going to get transferred into the new site but there's a lot of stuff in there that's probably not like remember the community spotlights they used to do right on yeah. the community members yeah. those i doubt will we'll get transferred to the new page I'd love to have those old newsletters and you look back and you just see the development of the game. You know, there's newsletters that go back to 2015, right? Like it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Like the one talking about like the weapon design, like we probably won't see that
1: if that's not put in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope that those find a way, at least, at least some of the content from them gets a find a way onto the new site. And I'm sure some of it will, but I kind of, I'm a little skeptical. All of it will. But um, yeah, Yeah. it was a good, I saw that point too. Somebody brought it up. I think it was on Reddit and uh, it's it's a really good point too. It's a really good
0: point. So Theric, anything else that you wanted to bring up about the website before we jump into what the community is saying about it?
1: No, I'm just going to end it on a positive note. It's definitely, you know, visually much more appealing. That cycling video, right? When you first get to the page is awesome. It looks so nice, you know, and that video is nice and clean and crisp and the messaging about the games core concepts. They, they talked about climbing perception, climate, kind of thing is right up front. So so, good on them. Really well done. Cool. So, let's get into
0: the community. So we're going to start with Miletus, who, uh, so basically, the, the topic that was put out there, I'll read it exactly from Kilsen, was you know, uh, com got a fresh coat of paint. Tell us what you think and what you'd like to see in the future, right? So, Miletus said, beautiful site, but the class changes have me nervous. Hashtag Druid, which is hilarious because I did not talk to him before getting any of my <laughs> thoughts together. So, it was interesting that we shared that. Right. Um, Duterino, which I love, says it does specify that not all abilities are listed. And personally, I prefer that they're not uh, that not all were mentioned so that there's some mystery to those who want to discover abilities through gameplay. It lists yeah. just enough to get an idea of how class plays. So he's right on point with where we yeah, yeah, kind, of kind of were.
1: Yeah, yeah. was kind of the same thing we said. That's that's a great point. Yeah.
0: Zerg Jerk said really good. He likes it. Um, What he would like to see at some point were some uh, basic, like, weapon attack animations or, like, more weapon information. And, of course, Mm if you mentioned spears, that that would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and that's, again, that goes back to the newsletters, right? There were those previous newsletters that showed they had those uh, demonstrations of uh, animations and uh, things like work in progress stuff. So, yeah.
0: So, uh, Nafel said overall, it looks good and it is a definite improvement. Focus now needs to be on filling it out with more accurate and updated information though. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. he likes it, but let's, let's fill it up,
1: which I think we both kind of said, um,
0: I I love this guy's name, angry bendy
1: straw. I like his point. (laughs) He's got a really good one here. Yeah. Add back the
0: lore. No, really. (laughs) I don't want to have to read it on a wiki.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the wiki thing, you know, now that you just because he mentioned it, because um, they had a lot of links to the Pantheon wiki page. And a lot of that information is not um, not current. <laughs> so, um, you know, a little uh, not the, maybe not the best way to go about it. But I think that was maybe the first iteration. They've since corrected that a little bit. There's still a couple of links here and there, I think.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you the truth. Um, I'm just not on board with the wiki culture at all. I don't like, I
1: don't like wikis. It's, it's not like, um, it's not reliable information, you know, <laughs> yeah. because anybody can change it, right? Like it's yeah. just not, I'm going go to go in there and add about
0: how elves are removed and see if I can get it to stick. <laughs> Maybe that'll be my mission.
1: You're going to cause trouble to undermine the <laughs> wiki.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I won't do that. VR. Don't, don't hate me. Um, <laughs> Sylvia Barber says the website looks great. Seems to be easier to navigate. And I love the video on the main screen. Gorgeous. So he's, he's right on board with you there. Great job VR. I'm always impressed with all the new updates and I can't wait for the shakeout so I can see the progress has been made. So thanks again. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alicera just says very simply, I'm liking it. So that's a good mm-hmm. one. Bobo says, uh, so far so good, real good looking. Can't wait for the rest. Took me hours of just ooh and ah all over the place. Thank you, visionary realm. So that's
1: fun. Very good. Yeah.
0: Um, so this, this guy could be right up there with my uh, furious Pierre. If he used his at tag as his main name. So right now he's earth is on fire, but his at tag is cold applesauce.
1: (laughs) That's way better. It's so much better. Be cold applesauce, man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Who cares about the earth being on fire? You are cold (laughs)
1: applesauce.
0: Um, He says, looks good. However, some of the responsiveness on my phone, pixel two, he's using a pixel two. I love Mm. pixels. This guy's, I'm telling you, he's the future.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't. don't (laughs) that- <laughs> I don't like him as much anymore. Oh, I'm an iPhone guy. Sorry. Oh,
0: Derek. I may have to find a new
1: podca- uh, podcast partner.
0: Um, <laughs> doesn't look as good, though. He says the responsiveness on the phone, um, race choices on the class page is, is messed up a little bit on the phone. So keep, keep providing feedback, guys. Like, as long as you do it respectfully, like, you're going to help make this page better. And that's a great one. So, uh,
1: well, I can tell you it looks pretty good on an iPhone. Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, Choban Hood
0: <laughs> says I'm loving it. You seem to have an issue with some of the menu bar when you scroll down. However, someone in the Pantheon Plus Discord says it appears to be a resolution issue. That was not. I didn't read that last part. That's kind of hmm. cool that it was in our yeah, Discord. I didn't know this. Huh? I honestly swear I didn't plan that. Um, <laughs> this next one is awesome, and I actually um, like commented after this because I was like, "Thank you. This is a great bring up." So uh, Moonste says, uh, the team did a great job overhauling the site, but the absolute hands down best part of the new site is this, and they linked the team page. So if you scroll to the bottom of the visionary of the uh, website, um, there's a link now for team. And this is the most definitive listing of people who are currently working on Pantheon and who have worked on Pantheon in the past that we have probably ever seen in one place. It's mm-hmm. always been kind of cryptic, like who's there, who's not, who's working on it, what do they have? It, it's been mm-hmm. really weird. This is a full look at the Pantheon team. No hidden stuff, even Sacred's listed on there, um, who just got announced as being part of VR again, so grats again, Sacred. Um, so it mm-hmm. is an up, That is the that is the full team working on Pantheon, and it even highlights some of the older members who contributed in the past, which is really cool. And of course, yeah. right at the top there, Derek, we got the that's, the shout out to Brad, which was
1: awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the first thing I saw. Of course, it's right at the top and where it should be, right? You know that the contribution, the 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 founder of this, you know, game and the idea behind this game came from Brad. So I, I love that they gave him his place. They don't have to do this either. Like they don't have to show all the employees, right? And the the past mm-hmm. contributors, like they're they're not under any sort of requirement to do this. And People always say, you know, it's a small team, but I think that leads to a lot of sometimes problematic speculation in the community. They say, oh, there's only like five people on the team. You know, they're not (laughs) going to get this done until 2030. But it's like, look at this team. Like this is a this is a, you know, for an indie studio, small ish team. It's a decent amount of people like so. Yeah. Very cool.
0: Um, IP Dre says, just curious, what is an available weapon edged? seems to be missing some of the descriptor for this weapon under the dire lord if not then it's not naturally intuitive website however looks like a fresh coat of polish good job edged i've been edged was in um the old website too and Hmm. in it was like swords and edged and i'm like what was that wait swords not edged like yeah, I wonder what that means. This has been a huge debate. Like we, when I was talking to someone a long time about this, and I can't remember exactly who it was, but is it like scythes? Is it like like things like that? Like hmm, one-sided bladed weapons? It's not an axe. An axe is listed as an axe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an interesting thing, in this edged. And I actually even Google searched edge weapons to try to figure it out, <laughs> but I was getting like axes and swords. <laughs> um, I would love to see some clarity. like Because I have no clue, IPJ. I wish I could help you. I have no clue.
1: Yeah, well, we'll put it on the list. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Dr. Sinister said, so sick. I love the new look. The homepage background video is awesome. So again, someone else who loves that. The new page is more specific weapon types, gets them excited. Um, it's gorgeous. Um, Adam says the ability section of the class page needs some work. Lots of abilities were removed. The presentation he feels is worse. Important details gone, for example, like passives and such. Uh, class info is a great way to get people interested. So fixing up that aspect would be great good feedback. I don't think he was mean or rude and he has a positive intent. And that's kind of what I was saying with the Druid. Like we just want to make sure when people, we, we all want more people to discover Pantheon and we want to make that as smooth as possible, right? Like that's the yeah. end of the day. Let's get pledges in. Let's get
1: them. Yeah. He's a hundred percent right. I mean, class info is what people identify with, right? Everybody's got an idea about their class and it's like your videos, you know, that's why they've, you know, they've, been so popular right so quickly because everybody wants to know about their class so he's right
0: all right so uh a in it how would you say that and and, and when mm-hmm. I told myself i wouldn't put names i can't say and i still keep doing it to myself <laughs> i will end with their comment here it says looking good guys much more streamlined certainly up to date and can't wait for the forums the
1: new forums next so they started cleaning the forums up but it looks, well the forums look different they're yeah. not. They're not different functionally. They d- they do look different, though. So, I think I, I think we're it. gonna
0: have an overhaul with the complete forums, like in the future, future. But I'm not sure. I don't want to misquote that. No, so. we'll see. So, um, let's let's go here. So the last thing I really want to do here, Theric, is um, mm. I really really want to give extremely extremely high praise to Ronick. Um, he made this all happen, and it's out there. It's no secret. Um, please make m- no mistake. Ronick is not like a professional web designer at all. <laughs> um, he just wanted to take on this challenge. He had done some work on his own site. Um, and he, he just wanted to help the team get here. Right. And you know, he's talked about it quite openly, like that. He's worked with the team. You know, the old website was a really big mess of systems and coding. And it was, we talked about before it was extremely difficult to upgrade or edit. Um, the new site's not, and that's a big thing. Moving forward, we're going to see content updates more often and we're going to see it as a growing resource where the last page was just kind of stagnant. So um, Ronix often the brunt of a lot of jokes, but honestly, like hats off extremely well job, well done job uh, by him uh, managing the entirety of the project. And, you know, all the members of the team, uh, there were a lot of members of the team that had kind of stepped outside their comfort zone to make this happen. Um, because remember, this wasn't designed by a web designer. This was designed by programmers and 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 different stuff. And that is very different, trust me. So great job, Ronick. Great job to everyone who went outside their uh, comfort zones
1: and make this happen for the community. So anything else, yeah.
0: Derek, before we no, move on?
1: I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself, so I won't. So but cheers, Ronick. Good job.
0: Awesome. When the Pantheon community speaks, we listen. So let's dig into social media and see what the discussion is all about.
1: Okay, so it wouldn't feel right on a week when we got a fresh website uh, to not start there with our community discussions. So let's do that over at pantheonmmo.com. The forums, they were a buzz, obviously, as you might expect with uh, some of the changes. And uh, there was one that really caught my eye, and it was about the um, it's about the armor restrictions and the, the way armor is now described on the new site for the classes. So Bam Bam um, started a thread called Armor Types and Restrictions. And I picked this one because it it was really highlighted in your class changes videos minus um, you know, in terms of redefining the types of armor each class can use. And it, it was actually a little confusing. And I'm, if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm still a little confused because the way it's listed. So now it's listed on the site um, as much more defined than it used to be. So, for example, like the Ranger used to say cloth, uh, leather and light mail, I think. Now it just says um, light chain. So the question is, like, is that the top tier of the armor class they can use, or is it the only type they can use? And this this thread that uh, Bam Bam started was a lot of discussion about that. So some people are pretty convinced one way, or some people are not so sure. So um, I think the community is sort of wondering, you know, some of these some of these same things. And after poking around. Like I think the consensus is that it's the highest tier, and I reached out to you. Minus, I was like, "How sure are you about this?" I'm like, "Do <laughs> you think this is the only type that can you?" And you're, you know, you said no. I'm pretty sure it's the highest tier. So we'll sort of go through these responses and um, sort of get a sense of how people are looking at this. How people are looking at this, and well, the discussion sort of using that framework. So keep that in mind. So here's Bam Bam's question. He says, "What's the idea behind the new categorization of armor types?" Instead of cloth, leather, mail, and plate, we now have cloth, light leather, heavy leather, light chain, heavy chain, light plate, and heavy plate. In my opinion, it only creates letdowns when an item finally drops and it's the wrong type for the class. Let attributes and stats of an item decide what's good for a class and loosen up the restrictions on the armor types. It minimizes player choice and it also creates a lot more work for the team to design looks and create these types of armors. So what's the community think? And here's some of the responses that we saw. Uh, First up was um, Bob Winner. He said, I like the idea of anyone can wear anything with consequences that make sense, like a bonus and a penalty depending on your class armor combination. So like the further away you get from your natural armor type, the greater the penalty gets. Um, Rokuzachi said, if anyone remembers Ultima Online's armor system, early on you had the plague known as plate mages, (laughs) wizards in full plate blasting away with spells. Later on, a penalty system was introduced that made it less attractive but it was still possible to be a plate-wearing mage. Very different game, of course, but if you let everyone use everything, then you need to have lots of checks and balances in place. Um, Our buddy Disposalist said, I like that there are many armor types. It makes sense. What doesn't make sense, though, is if the distinction of the subtypes is being made presumably because the differences are somehow meaningful. How come classes can wear a certain type and anything else is considered below them? I'm really not sure of that. Just because a class is trained in fight in heavy plate, they should automatically know how to effectively defend themselves fighting in cloth or leather or chain. Should classes get access to all armor types below their top tier? To me, it doesn't make sense. Realism aside, the gameplay impact is pretty massive too. For example, certain classes will get to roll on loot of every armor type and poor casters are effectively restricted to a tiny proportion of the armor loot. So he has some pretty serious questions about it. Um, Jothany said, while there might be some subtle differences, the actual weight of the armor and thus how much it slows down, uh, one has always seemed to be the major, if not the only real restriction on armor use, like in real life. So if you're strong enough to run and jump and wrestle and plate, having lighter armor shouldn't really interfere with you at all. Um, said, while it makes sense on paper to have so many different item types, it's also going to be difficult for the team to manage an itemization perspective in his opinion. I think they may end up streamlining it a bit. This is especially true since each class relies on several different attributes, not only one or two. So depending on how the math works out, you may see things like tanks wearing leather pieces uh, with lower AC just in order to get some higher attribute boosts. It isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it erodes the value of having different armor types and restrictions. I'm so
0: Uh, old school, like as a tank, for example.
1: mm -hmm. What do you mean?
0: I would never wear leather. Ever. If I was if I played a tank, I'd probably play a warrior, and I would be wearing the heaviest, biggest, craziest looking plate heavy, you know stuff I could find. Mm-hmm. There's no way if I was a warrior that I would wear a piece of leather that wasn't like a you know a cloak or something. I just, I just so think couldn't
1: a, do it. I hear what you're saying. I think a lot of people probably agree with you on that. Think about it this way though. What I just remember in the the last dev stream, Joppa talked about how different stats are going to. Be important to one class, right? Like, I can't remember what the example was. I'm sure you, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. their shaman needs intellect and something else, right? So think about that from a warrior perspective. What if the warrior needs um, constitution or a, whatever it is, um, stamina um, and something else to make them the best possible warrior? Not just a- it's not just AC. So I can see what Nefal is saying because you know you might want that one piece that does something very particular you know it gives you that one extra stat point we talked we saw in the dev stream how one or two stat points can really make a difference right so you know I what think i was just thinking be... about
0: too i think i just convinced myself out of my own argument because i was thinking of like an fbss for example an eq that's a cloth sure. sash
1: sure exactly yeah. right
0: like a j boots like and i didn't have to equip them but if you did like those are other right. boots so i think i might have just talked myself completely out of my other argument for <laughs> specialty items but for basic items i think i'd still be trying to get you know, plate and stuff. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting discussion. That's why I wasn't really answering much because I'm kind of just reading through these with you and hearing them for the first time. But it's a very interesting mm-hmm. discussion.
1: Yeah, for sure. So Thug Stomp said, "Keep everything the same. Don't let a and this goes to what we were just saying. Don't let a warrior wear anything lower than plate. So on and so forth for all the classes. Think of the tier you are in as being fixed. So that's kind of an interesting idea." um Ixar said, "I'd be pretty disappointed if all classes were locked into a specific armor type entirely." Really, don't see the reason to limit something like warriors to only plate other than people who can't stand the idea of some fringe cases that warrior might go after some other armor piece really don't want to see highly curated stats on equipment clearly tailored towards specific classes or just straight up class specific armor being all that common so sick of that in modern mmos in the old days it didn't matter anyway we'd all just roll regardless on what dropped or for who um (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's kind of an it's, it's exactly what we were talking about, right? Um, I don't have a problem personally with class specific armor, I, I kind of like class specific armor, so I don't know. Sorry, I think we have a differing opinion about that, but I'll talk about that as well in a second. Big Dog Chris said, I doubt it will be as restrictive as you may think. Yeah, I agree that wizards shouldn't wear plate, but when it says a Dire Lord is heavy chain, I'd be surprised they couldn't also wear plate or other heavy armors. So he's going like the yeah. other way, right? So we're saying that's their top tier. He's saying, no, like you, sh- they'll be able to wear plate too. They just, they'll be some sort of penalty or something.
0: Right? I don't think they're going to be able to wear plate.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. You know, like I, the more I've looked at this, the more I've sort of come around to it, it's got to be the top tier sort of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Chenzeem said, just because a class could wear an item doesn't mean they should or they'd want to. Don't forget the items will have stats and each class will want a specific set of stats over anything else. Need before greed always worked for me from day one. If a warrior wants a light chain item, and so does a ranger, then the ranger, being the target class for that item, would have first call on it. If the ranger doesn't want it, and the chain is better for the warrior than an item he's using, then so be it. And then lastly, uh, Counterfletch said, I like having many different armor tiers, as long as most classes have at least two viable choices. This makes for more reasonable, lore-friendly variety and allows players more flexibility. Forcing characters into a specific armor tier by not even allowing other choices feels heavy-handed and takes away from the living world feeling the MMOs strive for. Using reasonable negative consequences will keep almost all characters in lore-appropriate gear. Forcing it through the interface seems stupid. Like, sorry, warrior, but it's physically impossible for you to put on robes. Good game design is always better than a hard-coded limitation. So... Um, you know, if you see a warrior in robes, you know, probably don't group with that person. anyway. <laughs> just the say <laughs> they probably don't make good choices in general.
0: Unless it's transmog. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go down the whole road. This nope, is a good nope. reason why maybe we shouldn't have transmog. But then yeah, we we won't go there. We'll so save, save like the said,
0: audience from that one.
1: Yes, I will save our audience. So I really hope it is the highest tier approach, like we've been talking about. If not, I think there's definitely an imbalance in terms of what classes have exclusive use of some armor types, like the Dire Lord and the Ranger. Like, trust me, I'm happy to have zero competition for any light chain armor that drops because that's the Ranger's the only one that's listed that can use that. But I don't think it makes a lot of sense, right? Like, hopefully, it's just a matter of clarity that's needed to um, for the class pages to sort of let new players know you know, what the sort of idea is here. There's actually another interesting thing I had, a sort of a realization when I was uh, writing this up and reading these responses. You know, we've seen plenty of armor uh, drops in the dev streams. And it always has that like EQ style of writing on it in terms of which classes can use it. Like it's got W-A-R for warrior, P-A-L for pal, that kind of thing, right? That goes back to EQ. So why do those even need to be listed if we have a categorization system like this, right? Like outside of class specific, class specific items, It would just be sufficient to list the armor tier, wouldn't it? Like the OP and a few other people mentioned um, this creates more work from a design standpoint, but I think it's actually less onerous on them to do it this way, right? If my top tier is light chain and I can use anything below that, and I know that, they don't need to put the class restrictions or the class that can use it on the item. Um, You know, I think you should be expected to know what type of armor your class can use. So when that item drops, you know whether you should be rolling on it or not. And, you know, you think about itemization in Pantheon, it's going to be a big undertaking, like the way that they're sort of designing. And this might be just a good way of reducing the workload. So just an idea, I had sort of a weird sort of sidetrack, but um, maybe I'm missing something and I'm not seeing some piece of information that's really important here. But um, so Minus, with all that said, what do you think about this way that they've sort of recategorized armor types that can be used by each class?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, um, I told you when you reached out to me, like the first way I read it without thinking twice was this was the highest tier. like didn't even stumble off of that it was just like the immediate thing in my head is okay like i'm a paladin the highest i can wear is plate i'm the you know, i'm a rogue i get to wear heavy leather which by the way we didn't even talk about no more mail for rogues fantastic
1: <laughs> love it yeah you're very happy oh that. my I god know.
0: i was campaigning for that forever um so heavy leather for rogues fantastic but not to turn <laughs> this around it's it's interesting. So like the point you just made about, it was funny cause I was going to make the point about class restrictions on the gear too. Right. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, just cause a warrior can wear cloth doesn't mean they can wear every class piece. Cause it may not be warrior appropriate. And then you kind of brought up this, this really good argument or, or different perspective on like, why are they there then? Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Do you know how like a lot of people say like immersion wise, like it doesn't make sense or like, why do it if you have this? It's one of those yeah. things that I just kind of accept because it's how it's been.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, I know. <laughs> right? And that's right. Exactly. When and, you see it in the streams, you're like, well, that looks like EverQuest and this game is. Well, you like, know, EverQuest. Or-
0: wow. I mean, every game has like plate pieces that drop that like, you know, even in wow, like a plate thing can drop. And just because you're a warrior, you might not be able to use it. It might be Paladin exclusive or it might be, you know, so that's there's a good point. It, every single game has that. And in D and D has that, there's just things about it that the certain class, it wouldn't, it wouldn't fit or work for and i'm okay with that like and again maybe it's because i've just accepted it and you know me i've constantly said like we don't always have to reinvent the wheel on everything and Mm -hmm. i think it just kind of works and it helps with itemization and if there's a really cool effect or stat line on something like just not having warrior on it removes the argument um and it's and it's a way to sort of balance the gear is it more work yes but I think it also gives them more ability to balance it, more ability. Like, let's say all of a sudden there's this, you know, uh, chain piece that's so good for Rangers, but all yeah. the warriors keep getting it. Cause it helps them. And VR is like, you know, well, we really didn't want it to go this way. We want this to be a range item. So we're going to take warrior off of it and boom, it's nerfed. And, yeah. and I know people hate nerfs, but it, those types of things and having that system in place so that you can say, you know what, this isn't working as intended um, is, is, I think helpful and think this too, like think of trinkets and things like that. They need those on there. So if yeah. you're going to have trinkets, rings, necklaces, blah, 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 blah with the the class designations, you might as well have it on all the armor.
1: I don't know. That's kind yeah, of, you're, you're right. You're right. I mean, I did, it's sort of like a safeguard, right? It, it's sort of just in case, cause you're always going to have those, combinations you don't think of ahead of time right some class has some skill that works with something that this item does and it just it's way broken right so yeah yeah no you're totally right it's, it's,
0: and, it's, and we've talked before i think you've used the term like gamification or like mm-hmm. you know there's certain things like people uh there was a comment that was really good up there and, and i hate that i'm gonna mess this up but they said like it, hard coding it doesn't make sense uh, i think we'll speak yeah, with yeah the comment i it's still a game and it's still a system and sometimes hard coding does help because it helps with creation and it helps with rules and balance. And it's not pretty. And it's not like, when you think of it, like, well, if I was in terms of this, makes sense. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't, but yeah. it's still a game and there still has to be some pieces of it <laughs> that allow them to create barriers for the craziness that we could do right. To stop the 100%. insanity. Um, so there, there's just certain things that I think need to that are done right. And I, we've said it before, if it's done right and it's, it's works, let's, let's not focus on that needing to be the thing we're changing.
1: Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well said. Okay. So let's move on. And of course, with the new website, we actually got um, a couple new members of the community. So uh, introduce themselves over on the forum. So we'll check in with them. First up was uh, Jericho, he said, Hey gang, uh, Jericho here, I could probably write up a not-so-short story about my love for EverQuest from the time I jumped in, circa summer of 2000, but I'll shelf that for now. Everything I've read regarding Pantheon makes me believe this is the best shot we have of returning to that incredible original EQ experience. So, I'm all in and ready to see this through. Really looking forward to lurking around the forums, catching up with some old-school MMO gamers. Also, if there are any old guard 7th Hammer folks around from way back in the day, hit me up. Especially if you remember any of the old guilds like Twilight Solace, Eastern Faith, Fortitude, or the Dark Exile. I also joined the unofficial disc- Discord, so feel free to ping me there. Cheers. Uh, so that's awesome. And then Stomp, who I actually mentioned earlier in one of the replies, he kept it real short and sweet. He just said, played EQ1 for 14 years. Consider me the EQ one purist when thinking of my take on Pantheon. <laughs> and somebody actually it was, it was funny. Somebody actually replied. They're like, "You're going to find lots of people around here that are thinking like that too." So, and then they're not wrong. So. One
0: <laughs> comment on the the post before because I really love this, and I'm curious if you think or, or anyone listening if you think this way. Like when I see a post like this, like oh, you know the the seventh hammer server, and here's some of the guilds I was in. Man, like. What a lasting Mm -hmm. impression that that was made! Like remembering these guilds and these server names for these games. Like it's just amazing what this genre can do when it's done right. Like I always hope when I see these posts that somebody is hitting this person up with like a private message, like "Oh my god, I was in your guild!" Right? Like reconnecting. I know. I know.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Like I I played it out
0: romantically in my head. (laughs)
1: i know well you i you know and i wouldn't be surprised if that does happen that's that's one of the reasons i i really like it um when i get to you know uh when i get to speak to these things and and read these because yeah i think that there probably is somebody out there listening or maybe somebody reading that that's like oh my god i knew that guy right like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna you know i'm gonna message him like that's awesome so very very cool and um yeah no really uh really very cool so um Anyway, it's always great to have some new blood and uh, stop into the forums and say hello if you're so inclined. And before we end the section, I want to give a little plug for a longtime Pantheon supporter and friend of the show, Thorndeep. So Thorndeep started up his own Discord server and he called it uh, Terminus Tavern. And I don't know about you, but like I'm a sucker for anything tavern-themed. Like, <laughs> I
0: like I want beer to live a lot. In a, so yeah.
1: I like beer a lot. I want to live in a <laughs> tavern. Like Remember that episode of Seinfeld when Kramer makes his his apartment like wood grain wallpaper (laughs) i'm like i want that you know so um you know if he's if he's doing a terminus tavern server i'm i'm definitely interested and i'm going to check it out i have checked it out i went over and said hi and he's keeping it small and quaint in terms of like the number of channels which is really cool so he's got like the common room and he's got like a role play channel and like a character introduction channel which is super awesome and if there was like a fireplace themed discord skin it would just be perfection so in conjunction with him doing the Terminus Tavern uh, server Discord server, he's also going to be streaming on his his Twitch channel on Fridays at six thirty p.m. Uh, Pacific, and doing interviews with community members. So the uh, the first one I think is is actually tonight uh, when we're recording, and and he said he's going to do them on either Thursdays or Fridays, maybe Thursdays instead of Fridays moving forward. We'll have to check back in, but um, yeah, stop by, say hi, and uh, and let him know that uh, you're uh, you're supporting his channel. So. Uh, Anyway, that's it for this week's Community Discussions.
0: Let's talk content creator updates and new additions to Pantheon.plus. I feel like every week when we get to the Pantheon.plus section, I'm like, okay, I'm going to read through this quick. That ain't (laughs) happening today, Theric. We got a lot to talk about.
1: (laughs) We do, we do, definitely.
0: So let's start. We kind of break this down into three pieces. And the first piece is uh, what content has been added to Pantheon.plus. That's what we're all about, sharing content, sharing things out there for the community to check out, talk about and experience or or view or listen to. And uh, Nathan Napom released a video discussing the racial passives, sort of a refresher after he dug back into the new website and the new updated race pages where it's more available for people now. Um, and he kind of discusses the passive abilities and gives his feelings on like what the best races are for the classes. Um, you know, and we did that a while ago too. So like, I, I haven't compared, that's what I need to do. I want to compare his thoughts with ours and maybe we can do a little debate on it. to be fun.
1: So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love yeah. to do that. That'd be fun. Right.
0: So Bazgrim released a new Bazflash. Uh, he just did like a 60 second, here's what's up with the website. So if you're into 60 second segments of news and that's all you want, this one's for you. Um, he also just put out in a video on like the funding situation in Pantheon, which has really been a hot topic as of late. Um, he scours through like quotes of the past and some recent updates that were given to kind of paint a picture of how Pantheon is getting money to push to the finish line. Um, so check that out if you're interested in knowing a little more, you have any fears of that. He does a good job of kind of summing that up and, and painting a clear picture. So for us here, it's been insane. Um, with the release of the website came some very big updates, changes, questions in regard to the classes all across the board. And and anyone who knows me, like I could talk about anything. We talk about systems, we can talk about kills, we talk about community. My passion is in classes. I think you've probably seen that Derek, and how much it I can, shows. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like I, that's probably like looting classes, man. That's, that's me when it comes to MMORPGs. Um, so you know, we really uh just started breaking these all down and Theric, you helped with a few of the videos, which was awesome. <laughs>
1: um I didn't do that much. I <laughs> I gave you a couple of little uh voice clips.
0: <laughs> well, you you also you helped uh piece together the script for a couple of them, you know, the Ranger oh, yeah, and the well. Enchanters so you did help. Um, but we're trying to push through these at breakneck speed because we know that you know when one class comes out, everyone's like, Well, what about mine? And we don't want to have everybody like have to wait. So yes, the undertaking was, you know, can we get, you know, they're roughly anywhere from, let's say eight to 10 minutes for the most part. There's a couple that are a little shorter, a couple that are a little longer depending on the content. Um, They're probably taking me anywhere from three to five hours to make when it comes to writing a script, researching the changes, making all the images, putting the videos together, blah, 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 blah. And it's just, it's been crazy. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, if you look at it, by Sunday, if we can get these other two class videos out, which I can't promise, uh, Monday will, will definitely be at least the latest that we should have them all out. But in seven days, we're going to have two rewinds and 12 class videos. I don't know if we've ever done yeah. anything. like that
1: <laughs> I'm, I'd like to know at which point you were like, man, Pantheon has too many classes. Because <laughs> I'm sure at some point you got to the, you're just, you know, just totally exhausted and just like... Oh my God, it's never going to end, you know, because the 12 classes is a lot. And, you know, you 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 busted your butt, man, to get those out and to get them out quickly too, right? Because, you know, people are hungry for that kind of information. So good on you, man.
0: Yeah. And I got to be honest, the community has been awesome at it. Like, I've been getting really good feedback. I've been getting private messages on Reddit and Twitter and Discord and just people saying they really enjoy these things. And it makes, awesome. it makes it worthwhile. Like when I'm not sleeping and I'm trying to push these out... I haven't had any rhyme or reason to the order I did these in at all. Um, <laughs> none. Like I think it's like where my mindset is. Uh, the only thing I thought to myself was that I was probably going to do shaman last because we've just seen so much on shaman. Um, yeah,
1: probably a good choice. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that's so next will be wizard and then shaman. So that uh, wizard wasn't meant to be this late. It just just happened, honestly. And I think because the two bloated classes were summoner and druid like I did Druid, and then I'm like, wow, might as well do summoner next. Cause they're just, it's so <laughs> long. It's so many abilities. Um, the pets mm-hmm. and, uh, so I wanted to get those out of the way. Like I'm looking forward to doing the wizard because <laughs> it's just more well, that, of a standard class. So
1: the finish line is inside my friend. We're Stay there. there. You'll, you'll get there.
0: Yeah. So what's being worked on at Pantheon at plus or with, with whether it's the website or it's us, um, just a short little thing. I'm not going to say, uh um, you know, articles are being worked on and go into detail. It's obvious it's been said for about months. <laughs> um, but the new front page is in the works. And I think it's going to be fairly soon uh, that we're going to see that. It's really going to change how people are going to view the website. We're pretty excited about this because it's going to make navigation a lot easier. It's going to tie directly into being able to launch our article feature. So it's it's a piece of that. Um, and we have some really exciting news. So I'm doing it again, by the way. This is, this is <laughs> what happens when, when minus has a secret. We have some really yeah. exciting news in regards to articles we just can't talk about yet. But it should really excite the community. Um, mm-hmm. Some going to be good? Yeah, yeah. I'm leave it at that. Um, <laughs> other news from us. So this one here was a shocker to a lot of people. Um, not that it was announced, but that it ever happened. Um, I think a lot of people who've listened to the Rewind, this is the worst kept secret in the world. Um, when I I announced, yeah, yeah. when I announced that I was uh, leaving Rainborn and again, I love Rainborn has nothing to do with Rainborn. It was just, um, there's a lot of community discussion, a lot of internal discussion, but so we've, we've officially announced our guild. We're calling it plus, and I wanted to take some time to talk about this because I want to clear up some confusion that may come from this whole undertaking and provide some clarity for those that are interested in it. So I, I really need to be clear here. The first and most important thing to note is the Guild Plus and the Pantheon Plus community are two completely separate things. Make no mistake that the number one priority for us here at Pantheon Plus is the overall community. It will always be. That does not mean we won't be active leaders in the Guild. It doesn't mean we won't be undertaking, you know, this large scale process if we didn't care about, you know, making a Guild and being there and doing something meaningful but it's really also a huge piece of what we want to help influence the community as a whole. And that's a big part of the guild. So we, we also understand there's a lot of people who follow us who have their own guilds. They play solo or looking for you know something different than what we're proposing. The community of Pantheon Plus will remain unchanged. We're going to look to continue to grow that uh, just because we're doing a guild. I think it's important we state that, Derek.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, definitely I can see why there might be, you know, people might think there's like you know, one, they're one in the same, but it's definitely not. I mean, a guild is a very specific thing and, you know, for a very specific purpose. Right. So, whereas the Pantheon plus is much, much broader, much more, you know, all encompassing sort of thing.
0: Yeah. So why are we making this guild? So, um, for those that have followed us for a while, probably have heard me say a ton of times that I didn't want to run a guild again. And that's why I had previously joined Rainbow.
1: <laughs> I, I remember hearing you say that many, many times. Many, and I remember many, reminding many. you of that many, many times. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, that said, things are always subject to change. <laughs> and I guess that saying uh, never say never is a very valid uh, statement right now. So the reason we're making guilt is because we have a lot of requests from the team internally. Like our Pantheon Plus teams talked about playing together, right? Like that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, as yeah, well probably. as sort of the community externally also asking. Um, and this is just it's something I've been asked about all the time. And there was a lot of interest you know, from some of our longer time followers or even new discoverers that wanted to play Pantheon together. And, you know, we're trying to be something different than a standard guild. It's going to take a lot of hard work, not just from the leaders, but like anyone who wants to join, because the, the guild plus will be about providing a positive experience pun intended, by the way, on whatever <laughs> server we land on. Um, this means whoever has the plus tag above their head, we're expecting like you got to be a positive contributing member to the overall Pantheon community. We want to be able to eventually run events on the server we land on. We want to be able to help players who are seeking help. We want to do our best to combat t- toxicity um where we can. You know, it's not like we're going to go around like the guards in the the putting down the <laughs> evil guilds like but we just no. want to try to unite people. Um at the same time we're going to we're not going to be in a rush to like be a, a world first guild. I just um, don't want that anymore. Like I've been that yeah. my whole life. I, d- I don't want to do that anymore. But we're looking to kind of take the game in, see everything it has to offer. So that means even though we may not be well first, we're going to see it. We'll we'll get there. So we're going to push through all the content, but in a way that's enjoyable and to create some lasting memories, not just momentary achievements. And I think that that's a great way to kind of phrase what the whole guild is about. Lasting memories, not momentary achievements.
1: Um, Yeah, I agree.
0: So I hope I'm not boring people with this, but I think maybe it paints a picture of not just us, but also like what we're looking to do. And, and I hope it's interesting to you, even if you're making your own guild or thinking about what challenges you may face. So we, we've had a ton of people apply overnight. It was it was very humbling um, to see how many people have signed up, um, submitted their information. It's been a real joy reading through the stories you've shared. Um, you know, and all those people who are interested in Plus. We've received a lot of questions. So here's some quick answers on some of the most frequently asked topics. And again, they can be subject to change. So on loot, and again, remember, even if you're not interested in our guild, these things will probably help you a little bit, maybe in thinking about your guild strategies, hopefully. So on loot, if the game features an in-game DKP tracker, like they've said, it's silly not to use it if it's good. So even though I'm not a huge DKP fan, if it's in the game, that's probably what we'll use. I would would imagine. Um, If it's not, we may still use DKP, Or um, there was a system that we ran in our WoW guild, which we could sort of care fair need distribution, I guess. I'm not going to go into detail on the system right now, but um, those are probably our two options. Um, We kind of came up with the other one. We made it up, and it's cool. (laughs) On raiding, we're probably going to be a guild that raids two to three times a week. Um, The third week is probably for like more special stuff, or if like new content came out or we're really excited about pushing something, we get a chance to do it again, we'll throw that third day on. We're going to be an Eastern standard guild. That doesn't mean that the time frame means only Eastern standard people can play, but it just means that we're going to be nine to 12 Eastern standard. So that actually should help even attract some Pacific standard and everybody in between because of the bracket of time we're playing in, which we found that to work really well in our previous guild. So. Um, leadership. So to begin with, one of the greatest things about putting a guild together is that it's not just minus at the top with an iron fist that I can promise (laughs) to add to that. I've had a lot of success in running a wow guild with Haya and Poiru, who are also going to be on the leadership council. And we've rounded that out currently with Theric and Drac. Um, again, that can change all the time. The way I've always viewed leadership is like this. No one should have the ultimate decision-making power. Nobody should benefit from the guild individually. That's kind of the way I look at that. It should be done as a team for the betterment of all the members of the guild leaders should feel empowered to make decisions that align kind of with our culture that the guild sets forth leadership should be able to represent the worries and concerns brought to them to make impactful change. So while I'm maybe designated in the game as guild leader, like with a simple title, um, more than anything, my whole role as leader is going to be to protect the culture of the guild and then just be a voter in decisions. And that's, that's the way I think it works. Great. Um, get people you trust with different opinions, diverse stuff and go with that.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It'd be nice to, it's going to be nice to have different, you know, play styles represented, you know, cause, cause you and I have different, you know, opinions or different ideas about how, you know, to maybe attack some problem or challenge or whatever like that. And, you know, we'll, we'll have that represented, which is nice. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure anyone out there making guilds, one of the trickiest pieces of the puzzles right now is people are like, well, how big they the going to be? Right. So first, if a guild's too big, I think you lose the sense of community. And that's something I Absolutely. do not want to do, like straight up. Uh, we, without a doubt, have a limit to the guild size, and we're not looking to be a mega guild. So I'd say our goal is to be like a medium to a low size, large guild, probably more towards that medium-sized guild, um, in which we can give each member a chance to kind of show their personality, be a part of it, like a meaningful part. Um, the second part of this decision-making, however, is like the trickiest. Um, This is like, who do we accept and who don't we, right? Like, We've had amazing applications out there, but great stories, great people, it sounds like. In a perfect world, I just love to just allow everyone who applies and it sounds awesome and and aligns with us to join. If we obviously can't do that, it would be too big. Um, As we're going through applications at the moment, just so everyone knows what we're doing is You know, people that we really know who have been around the community for a very long time, whether it's on Twitter, the forums, um, you know, Twitch chat, YouTube.
1: Guests, people who came on Pantheon plus you.
0: Yeah. Just people who have been a part of the community for a very long time across all the different social media like that we really know. These are the first wave of people we're going to bring in as like straight up members And then what we're going to do is sort of look at the rest of people that we know a little bit that we want to get to know a little bit more and look at bringing them as like initiatives, something like that to give them a trial to get to kind of get known a little bit more. But of course anyone who's like really wants in this guild, the Pantheon plus discord, use it like talk to people, just be a great member of the community. That's what we're looking for. So um, just know guys, like it's, it's the toughest part of this is like I said, there's going to be people that we're not going to be able to take in. It's not against you. It's just, we have to make decisions and, who knows? Like if you don't get picked like now, just like I said, keep being an awesome member of the community. Cause that's going to get you in. I can guarantee that gets you in. So,
1: mm-hmm. yep.
0: uh, so th- that's tough. That's a tough one. When you just, when you're running a community like Pantheon plus, then you make a smaller segment of it. That's hard. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest difficulty for me.
1: Yeah, it is. But I think you said it well, you know, it's like, we want to, we want to get to know people first. We, we want to hear your voice. We want to hear what you have to say about the game. We want to hear what your attitudes are and, you know, like that's that's the foundation for the for what this guild is, you know, and just in terms of how you what kind of attitude do you bring? What kind of community minded person are you, you know, and then we want to you know, I want to get to know that I want to get to know these people. So, yeah, it is difficult, though.
0: So there's gonna be a lot more questions to come, I'm sure. And I'm not, we're not going to like tie up a ton of like rewind and stuff like that, talking much more about this, because we only reason I'm going so in depth on right now is, again, for two reasons. One, it's a big announcement for us. Number two, I think that there's value to people out there who want to create their own guilds to kind of like think through some of these things and doing it live on the rewind is like just kind of showing you into my world. Now I'm thinking through these things live almost. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it just can maybe paint a picture that hopefully someday helps others like create their guilds or their communities. And, And that's kind of why I share this. It's not really it may sound like we're trying to promote the guild. That's really not what we're trying to do. We're trying to just provide some clarity on like why we're doing it
1: and promote the idea of the guild. Right. And and then, because we've, we've talked about this before, like, you know, how essential guilds are to Pantheon in general.
0: Yep. And that's it for a much longer than normal uh, update on Pantheon. Plus here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it gets here, I just
1: yell mail. We're getting sued. Okay. So I'm going to help you out here and give your voice a break because you've been talking for a while. I'm going to read some of our questions here. And if you want to read a couple too or whatever, we'll just sort of jump back and forth. But um, is that all right? Yeah, yeah.
0: You can read them all. It's all you. I'll answer. Okay,
1: Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So our first question in the mailbox this week comes from our buddy JJ Piedra and some from Snuffy as well cuz they had sort of similar questions so I sort of combined them into one question and it talks what we were just talking about said guilds are going to be an essential part of Pantheon and it will be easiest the, it will be the easiest avenue to find players and group content and progress through the game. It was mentioned before that there's going to be perks for joining a guild, but I don't believe they were ever detailed. What are some guild perks you'd like to see in Pantheon? And what about things like guild quests? Do you think that's something that will be uh, you'll be in Pantheon? So pretty cool question you know in terms of perks you know i think we've talked about incentivizing people to do things that fit pantheon's design like these like grouping bonuses xp bonus for grouping that kind of thing but i don't want to be the buzzkill here but i would say the perks of joining a guild are just what jj said you know like it's easier to find groups and progress through the game that's the reward of being in a guild and i i think um i don't really consider like guild icons or banners to be perks like i'm sure that they're that will be there, but that's not really a perk. That's just sort of like a flavor thing. Um, and I'm not talking about that. So, you know, anything that makes someone want to join for reasons outside of the purpose of what a guild is, and that is to, you know, to do things as a as a group, do things in an organized way, and then sort of, a, you know, go through the content. I, I don't really, I'm not really into that kind of stuff, but um, what do you think, Miles?
0: So I brought this up a long time ago and I don't have many people that agree with me here, but I'm still standing by it. I would love to see, so, so what's the world, social media, the whole world's biggest problem right now is not facing <laughs> confronting issues and working through problems, right? Like, I think that's a really lost thing sure. right now. Um, I agree with that. so I would like to see something in the guild system that encourages people to fight, to stay in a guild and work out problems instead of just being able to ghost and run to another guild. And I think that some kind of cool tenure system where you actually get tangible benefits to your character by building tenure within a guild that would go away if you left would be really cool. And it kind of gives you that extra reason to work through your problems. And I think that that would help guild leaders a lot. And I just think that you know, guild leaders are, are are a breed of people, and guild officers and council members, like it's a breed of people. It's a working thing to do within a game, within a hobby. You're working, and I just would love to see a game help them out a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. We've we've mentioned that before. That tenure idea is a really good one, I think, and I think that that has a lot of potential. So, you know, the the uh, thing is sure. when
0: you when you think of something like that, is people look at the ultimate negative. Well, if I'm in a guild and the leaders a jerk and kicks me out, I lose my tenure. Okay. That would suck. Um, but it's, it's, it's not a reason not to do it. Right. Like it's something that maybe they have to figure out a way that you could put a ticket in and you could maybe, I don't know. I don't know what you do with that. I don't have all the answers. It would have to be worked out, but it's not a reason to just throw it out.
1: Well, you know, like there's some, there's always going to be negatives, but sometimes the positives outweigh those negatives, right? Like, Yeah, you know like like look at it from a balanced perspective and you're right you know people we have a we have a bad um habit of just sort of <laughs> avoiding and burying our heads in the sand or just you know running away like you know just a, a, abandoning a problem instead of dealing with it and i think that gets a lot of people into trouble like you said so there's a lot of potential good there Next question, Chobin said, uh, do you think world affecting spells like draw, the Druid's Vine Woven Bridge will be so niche that they'll be forgotten about even in the instances where they could be used? Or do you think it might swing the other way where unjumpable, unjumpable gaps are common enough um, so it's common or so common that it's even required for a Druid to have this? So I'll let you go first on this one.
0: Yeah, I think these these spells that are being purposefully made um, specifically like climbing stuff, the rope, ladders, rafts. Um, I think the game is being designed that they're going to be needed, used, advantageous to have. Um, I think we'll probably use them a bit more than some of the MMOs we see that add these cool flavor abilities that you never use. I feel like Pantheon's mm-hmm. being designed to take advantage of them.
1: I agree. Yeah, no, that's basically what I was going to say too. And they add they add so much class identity, right? Um, because not every class has these traversal sort of abilities. Um, So I think that there's a real focus, a real tie in with the core tenets of the game, you know, and I hope there are a lot of places where you might need a bridge or a boat or a rope, Um, you know, at the very least, you know, it adds that extra layer of alternate traversal with, you know, some benefits in the world. So, yeah, I'm definitely not thinking they're going to be so niche that they're forgotten about either. So. Um, okay, so next question, John Wayne said, um, with some re- some of the rewording and or changing of abilities um, and the descriptions on the website, do you feel the synergies of abilities, um, how do you feel about them? How do you feel that they've changed or do you feel like there's anything going on there? This question um, really made me think of, there's always been one class synergy that really intrigued me. And in Minus, you brought this up in your, uh, I can't remember if it was the Enchanter video Summoner. or... The, the Summoner video, yeah. So, right? So, we're talking about the Summon Behemoth <laughs> ability yeah. the Summoner has, which is one of the coolest synergies with another class because so the, the Summoner has this spell called Summon Behemoth where basically you have to have an enchanter in your group or at least in your proximity to immediately dire charm the Behemoth or else you're going to get completely squished, right? Like, it's just going to run your group over and take over. And I love that idea. I love that, you know, there are these sort of limited limited use um skill synergies and um i really hope that they lean into that a little bit now i think in your video you mentioned that that the, the summon behemoth is no longer listed so you know maybe just something we'll see down the road maybe like you said one of the mastery upgrades but um really hope they are not sort of getting too far away from that what do you think
0: oh i don't know um when I first saw that ability in that setup I loved it and then I thought to myself like this is this really worthwhile for like the couple things like this was funny or this is cool. I mean yes I guess. Now on the opposite side of the spectrum is like so what have we seen with that? Like that very bold we need a summoner and together. That's one. The only other one is yeah. a warrior and a warrior. Those are the only super bold synergies that are out there. And they're mm-hmm. fun and they're cool. Uh, specifically, I think warriors is the coolest actually. Um, but here's the thing. Synergy is actually bigger now than it's ever been. And it's not with these big and bold statements of like two warriors put their shields together or a summoner summons a behemoth and the enchanter does it like these very defined things. The synergy is actually stronger now because states have been developed. And That's a really good point. Yeah. And so th- the fact that if you read through these abilities now, and I know you can't look back at the old site unless you have images, but in my videos, you'll see that there's a lot of times where abilities have now a state added. And certain abilities uh, that we know of, especially with the mastery system, will increase in ability or do something special when an enemy is within X state So, for example, a summoner you brought up, while they have that ability that was previously like with an enchanter, all of their pets now, except for their healing pets, so their, you know, their earth pet, their fire pet, their wind pet, actually benefit by putting enemies into states. So now you're like, okay, well, do I want to use my wind pet for damage or do I want to use my fire pet for damage? And now instead of just deciding which one you like better, you can think about your group. So like if I use my, you know, fire pad, it puts it into a burning state. Well, who's that going to help? These state things are are sort of underneath and not as obvious as the enchanter or warrior stuff or the summer thing like we were talking about, but are yeah. probably going to create a massive amount of synergy that really makes more strategy, More strategic decision making at the forefront, which Pantheon's sort of always been about.
1: Great, great answer. It's exactly what John Wayne I think was asking there, and I think he nailed it there. So I, uh, that's great. Um, Next question comes from our buddy Tech Ninja. He said, "What is your best or worst?" Oh crap! I just disconnected. Story. mm-hmm so let's see did i go first I'll, I'll, I'll tell mine real quick i've told this story before in a couple places and i'll just sort of recap it mine's the 48 hour ranger epic weapon camp of veneral sather in in carnor's castle in everquest so i sat there with my my buddies and you know for the 48 hours when he finally spawned Guild, you know came help me out took him down i kneeled down to loot the orb that he dropped which i needed disconnected as soon as i kneeled down and they Open the inventory of the, you know, his inventory open. I saw the orb disconnected, had a heart attack, <laughs> got <laughs> logged back in, checked my inventory and it was there. But man, I had a, I had a moment. So <laughs> what's yours? Well,
0: at least yours ended happy because mine sure as hell didn't. EverQuest oh, no. as well. Southern desert of Rho. Um, First, still have no J boots at this point and decide to do the clearing method to try to get the AC to spawn. Um, rather mm-hmm. than go to the ocean of tears. So I was right. just in Southwell killing everything on my wizard. Killing everything. Every spider, every scarab, everything every in race. that. Everything, right? Yep. In the in the bottom part, like the sand part before you get to the grass, that's what you killed. And I had never yep. seen him spawn. I was there all the time. I'd never seen him spawn. And in the very far corner of the sand in the, the canyon area, he spawns. And um I'm shaking. Like I'm young. I'm (laughs) shaking my hands are shaking on the keyboard. I'm like kiting him, right? Cause I'm a wizard. And I'm like nervous and I'm like, oh God, don't let him get close to me and like mess this up. And I kite him in the corner and I run him in a circle and I kill him. And he I see him fall and I'm like, yes. And I start running, link dead. I log back in. Two people I didn't even see anywhere nearby are looting the ring. And I'm just
1: like Oh my God. That's the worst.
0: I like I'm pretty sure tears were in my eyes. I mean, I was in high school, like early high school, but tears were definitely in my eyes.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's the worst. Well, man, I I, thank God the Internet's in a better state these days than it was back then, because I don't think I could handle that anymore. (laughs) And last question is a kind of a fun one it comes from Gulo Gulo. He says, what real life fears could Pantheon use to scare you in games? So like heights, snakes, spiders, darkness minus what's, what are you, what are you afraid of, man? What, heights. What's going to freak you out in games? Heights for heights. you. Eh? Yeah,
0: I did. Uh, like anytime you make me walk over a small plank over a long gap and I can see down, I literally start to sweat and I don't breathe. <laughs>
1: you get that vertigo feeling.
0: Yeah. Like in uh Hellblade we just played recently. There's like a scene where you're walking and you like start to like, like, kind of i'm actually getting nervous saying this you kind of like start to <laughs> stumble left and right as you're walking across it and i just got chills down my spine i'm not even kidding you thinking about it yeah definitely heights uh, and it's weird because like, yeah. i'm afraid of heights but it's not a massive thing but in games for some reason it bothers me
1: hmm, that's really interesting for me it's I'm 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 kind of claustrophobic in real life like i do not like tight spaces so you know i definitely think in a game and i i've had this happen you know sort of trying to think of an instance i know it's it's happened i just can't think of a specific time but you know you get into like a really narrow tunnel and that one that gets smaller and smaller sort of as you progress Mm -hmm. through it you know it makes me think of like lower guck a little bit there were some really tight spaces in there and some some rooms that were didn't have a lot of room to move around you know i really don't like that feeling in real life and i don't like it in games (laughs) you know i can deal with it but man i'm a ranger dude i need wide open spaces. I need my <laughs> I need to feel the wind and like the have the freedom to move around. So that's that's it for me.
0: Awesome. Well yeah. another great show there and thank you for all the help this week putting Ooh. this one together because uh I was tied up quite there. a bit. So
1: <laughs> no problem. you it was well worth it. Your work was uh, well uh well received
0: well thank you sir and thank you to everyone who uh stopped by to listen today and downloaded on Spotify or however you choose to listen to the rewind. Uh, Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. So thank you to everyone who submits questions and participates. It's awesome. Um, And until next week. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pantheon Plus Rewind. Be sure to follow Minus and all Pantheon Plus related content on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube under the name Pantheon Plus. Also, be sure to follow Theric at Pantheon Theric on Twitter keep up to date on all Pantheon Rise of the Fallen information on www.pantheon.plus, the definitive source for all media of Pantheon. Until next time.